not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. We've been on the air live with you, and you know what? It is so good to be back on the air. <laughs> I feel a little rusty, <laughs> so I have to, like, you know, get myself pumped up and get back into the swing of this thing. It's a, it's a new year. A lot has been happening for us, anyway. Um, I'm sure a lot's been going on with each of you. Uh, Chris and I have been quite busy um, keeping our minds alert keeping our swords sharpened you know we've been um, in training we've been in school um, taking classes uh, just continuing to enrich ourselves so that we can be able to pour out and give uh, to the work of the Lord Um, we've been on the front lines in more than one way Um, if you've been on my radio show page in a little while or recently, then um, you may have seen that we've got a new uh, module on there, and it's for Bethany Incorporated, Bethany Inc., and uh, that is a a work that I am... um, have been involved with for about a year now, uh, a little bit more than a year now, but I've just gotten more involved in a more... um, a, a way that requires more of me so um i've been really busy with that and so i apologize that we haven't been on the air live with you in a while so if you have any new listeners you know this is minister diane and um we try to um bring you uh relevant and interesting things um so that we can talk about life love and trauma um, because many people are experiencing uh, those things we're living life day to day Um, we uh, need love Um, we need the the effects of love in our life you know without love then life itself would not even be possible because God um, he loved us so that he gave um, us life and um, the option of abundant life through his precious precious son jesus christ and so we talk about life on this show we talk about love on this show we talk about trauma on this show and for many years uh sexual abuse was one of the 
primary areas of trauma that we dealt with. Well, that kind of brings you up to speed as far as what I've been doing. And I'm so happy that I do have a live guest for you tonight. And because of the fact that when we get on the air and we talk to our live guests, time just tends to run by so fast. I'm not going to do a whole lot of talking. (laughs) I'm actually going to um, tell you a little bit about our guest. I'm really happy to have her with us to kick off a new year. Um, I met Terrell Baker, I think, around June of last year. We were hanging out. uh, Chris and I were hanging out at uh, a high school reunion somewhere. I don't remember if we were in... Virginia or where we were at and um, he ran into someone that he knew growing up or going to going to high school when he was going to high school this he ran into someone that he knew and uh, Terrell Baker is the wife of this friend and so let me just um, let me read a little bit to you from her bio um, and her new book And, of course, I'll just give you my own little personal scoop, too, um, at the end of this. But let's see. Ms. Terrell, she is a wife. She is a mother, a pastor, and a new author. And she is uh, just a nice person. She's a nice person. If you ever meet Ms. Terrell, you know, she almost always has a smile. Um, She's just very personable and friendly and um, she gives very good hugs, strong, good hugs. <laughs> that was one of the things that I noticed about her. Um, when I met her, she just has a nice, strong handshake and a good hug, and I like that about people. Um, I like real people, and I try to have real people on this show. So um, her bio says here, and, oh, I guess I should say the name of the book, Knowing, Growing, and Going with God a 365-day devotional. This is the revised edition by Terrell Baker. And Terrell became a licensed and ordained minister of the gospel in 1996 and has since served as a leader in the kingdom of God. For 11 years, Terrell, along with her husband, pastored Abundant Life Family Church in Fairfax, Virginia. In September of the year 2017, they will be uh, planting Resurrection Life Family Church in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan metropolitan area. Terrell is a studious student, terrific teacher, powerful preacher, and intentional intercessor. Um, uh, I will share later on uh, something that she and I have in common. But uh, this was written, it looks like, by her husband, Pastor Kenneth Baker. So let me see if Terrell is um, listening. Um, how you doing, Ms. Terrell? Are you there? Um, yes, I am. I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me, Diane. You're very welcome, very welcome. How did I do with your, your intro? <laughs> very well, yes, very well, very well. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, Ms. Terrell. Um, we're going to hopefully have a good time tonight, and we're going to cover as much ground as we can. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes, it does. But, um, when we hear the music, uh, we'll know that it's time to go to a break, okay? Sure. All right. So now, I introduced you um, 
a little bit by reading your uh, biography, but I'd like to give you an opportunity to talk to our listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself. Oh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot, people. You know i got to be sipping my tea when I'm doing this. Okay, people. So I am sipping one of my favorites. It is a chai spice black tea. It is very tasty. I got to find out if Miss Terrell is sipping some tea too. Do you got some tea tonight, Miss Terrell? I sure do. Okay, and what are you drinking? Uh, I have some herbal, uh, lemon herbal tea. Hmm. That sounds good. I like that too. All right, people, so we've got our tea. We're ready to do this. If you don't have yours, now you have to wait till the next break, okay? But here we go. Tell us about yourself, Ms. Terrell. Where, where would you like to start? Well, let's see. Um, I was born in um, Washington, D.C. Uh, I am the third of four children, uh, born to Thelma and Franklin Norris. Um, I was raised in Maryland. Uh, we moved to Maryland when I was in the third grade. So I did all of my um, primary and uh, secondary education uh, in the uh, Temple Hills, Maryland area. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, which is where we met your husband. Uh, at Salmic um, okay. High School. We all went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. I had a great ha- uh, childhood. Uh, I really did, uh, probably because I basically did what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my parents were both very young, um, but um, we all, my siblings and I, were all uh, very responsible. Um I uh, actually, I was the first in my family uh, to attend college. Um, I was the first one to get saved, uh, to get married, to have children, uh, one with a special needs. Um, but I have uh, had a really good life. I just turned 54, uh, mm-hmm. coming up on uh, 30 years of marriage uh, to the man that I met in fourth grade. Of course, we were children then. But uh, I've been blessed with uh, three, we have three young adult children, mm-hmm. and I cannot leave my small dog out, uh, Cole, <laughs> who's been with us for quite a while. Okay. Um, yeah, so we, uh, we live here in Fairfax, Virginia, uh, where we've right. been uh, since 2001 when we uh, founded and began uh, Abundant Life Family Church. Um, Pretty much, I, I, I don't work outside of the home. I, I have uh, been able to uh, stay with my, um, my children uh, most of their formative years up until they were young adults. Um, mm-hmm. And because one of our uh, daughters is a special needs, I, I tend to um, spend most of my time with her and just avail myself to my husband and uh, just really serve others. Um, as God has blessed me to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Now that sounds wonderful to me. That just yeah. sounds absolutely great. Um, some people don't give that the type of respect and honor that 
they should these days, but I think being a wife and a mother is one of the most difficult jobs that there is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> One of the most important ones that there is. We only have about um, 30 seconds or less, actually, before we go to the break. So you've got to tell us what kind of a dog you have. Like, in short, what kind of doggy is it? He is a snoodle, mixed poodle, and snouger. And he, he follows me everywhere I go, my husband and I, but he... Finish your <laughs> Yeah, he tends to stay around me, um... My little puppy. All right. His name well, Cole. I'll let you pick that up when we come back. Okay. Okay. Great. Your future or your now. Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones, and we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, this is Minister Diane, and I have a special guest with me tonight, Ms. Terrell Baker. Um, she um, was just telling us about her little doggy, and um, we're going to try to get Chris on here. We're going to try to get Chris on here uh, just so he can 
jump in if he wants to. Um, if, if he doesn't have much to say, that's okay. Um, so, Ms. Terrell, you were telling us uh, the type of little dog that you had. Yes, he's a Schnauzer Poodle, so it's a mixture uh, that's a Snoodle, and he's about uh, 11 years old, a little small dog. He doesn't shed, which is why we, we picked him. <laughs> so he's uh, a big part of the family. He lets us know when, we, when he feels uh, left out, but uh, oh. he's been with us for quite some time, and his name is Cole. Cole? Yes. Okay, we can't leave Cole out. <laughs> no, I can't leave Cole out. All right, well, thanks for giving us a little background about you. So how about if you tell us now, you used a, a term that some people may not be familiar with, um, and you said that you were the first in your family to get saved. So you want to tell us um, what that means? What do you mean yeah. when you say... Well, um, when I was in uh, my last year at the University of Maryland in College Park, uh, well, first of all, I didn't, uh, I was not uh, brought up in church. I went to church as a child, uh, you know, off and on, but I did not um, really know the Lord. Uh, I did not really know what was uh, in the Bible. Um, Although I believed that there is a God or that there was a God, and I had heard of Jesus uh, Christ, but I did not have a relationship uh, or knowledge of him. Uh, so when I was in um, my last year of, of college at the University of Maryland, uh, we had the Campers Crusaders um, which is an evangelistic group that uh, comes, uh, goes on campuses to preach the gospel. And so this was the first time that I really began to hear uh, the gospel preached on a, con um, on a campus. And they were a group of uh, teenagers. I guess they were our peers. Um, but I really... And they would come, I guess, maybe once a week or so. Um, but I did not really listen to what they were saying initially. I was just uh, in awe and just floored by how they continued to preach the gospel with the students on the campus uh, continuously mocking them. And mm -hmm. their boldness uh, just was something that I was in awe of. Mm. So I was really uh, caught by, not by what they were saying, but what they were doing. Mm. And that is that they continued to speak about God and about Jesus and about uh, the Bible, uh, regardless of their being um, taunted by the students. Um, eventually, I started listening to what they were saying, and at the same time, I was doing an internship where my supervisor had a relationship with the Lord, and she began to share the gospel with me as well. Uh, so the 
the I sort of had a double impact of listening to the students on campus, and then my supervisor um, began to minister to me, uh, minister the gospel to me as well. However, I was not interested because I I was dating my husband, my then boyfriend, uh, my husband now, but my then boyfriend, and I knew that. I was not ready to live a holy life. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just not ready to give up some of the things that I was just having fun in doing. But the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, really began to draw me uh, Mm -hmm. in through uh, just by His Spirit. Um, Eventually, I surrendered my life. Uh, I I gave my life to Christ and said, okay, you're my maker, you're my creator. You obviously have a plan or a better plan for me than I I do, so I'm going to give my life back to you and trust you with my life, and and that's what I did. So I guess, you know, in doing so, I told my then boyfriend that, okay, we cannot see each other anymore because I really began to feel convicted by the Holy Spirit when we, you know, when we uh, uh, had intimate relations. I I just felt so guilty. So the Holy Spirit is real because he he began (laughs) to convict me, and I just felt like this presence was over me or watching me. and so I then, we broke up for a little while. We did. We broke up, and um, I began my relationship with the Lord, which meant that I was now attending uh, church. I had gotten filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Uh, I had uh, began to read the Word of God um, and to begin to fellowship with other believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I began to tell my then boyfriend about who's Ken. I began to tell my uh, tell Ken about my experience with the Lord and uh, and how he should at least uh, you know try uh, give the Lord a chance. So in the midst of that, he, he did. He gave his life to the Lord, and uh, we got married, and then we began to walk in the Lord together. Now, you made um, you made an inter- another interesting um, option, or statement, rather, because you said at first you knew that you weren't ready to live for the Lord. You weren't ready to give up the things that you were doing that you thought were fun. And I know a lot of people think that, oh, wow, once you become a Christian or, you know, some people call us negative things like holy rollers or, you know, there's just a lot of negative thing connotations out there now. Um, uh, they don't want us to proselytize, to do what those people were doing at your school, you know, to proclaim the gospel, to try to convert people. So when you talk about you didn't, you weren't ready to give up the fun, um, is serving the Lord, is there any fun in serving the Lord? Is there, 
you know, what's the trade-off here? You know, because like, man, you're saying that you felt guilty <laughs> being intimate with your then boyfriend. That might make people feel like, oh my goodness, you know, so being a Christian, I got to like give up all the fun. Can you talk yes. about that? Yes, I, I think I understand your question. Um, absolutely. At that time in my walk with the Lord, I did not know that you could have fun uh, serving God, but I have definitely found that out, Um, and my life now is a complete, um, is a complete opposite of when I first became saved, because I do have uh, fun now living and serving God. Uh, All of my, most of my friends are Christians, and we do everything together. Uh, we're, most of my friends are believers. Most of my uh, associates are uh, those that uh, also have given their lives to Christ. And yes, it is. It is, uh, you know, I've, I've found that God has a sense of humor um, and that he, uh, you know, he wants us to, uh, he wants us in serving him. There are some times when life is extremely serious and I'm, I consider myself a serious person. I mean, now, my husband is the opposite. He's, you know, he's, he's a, uh, he likes to, he likes to laugh, and we both like to laugh, but I'm, I think I'm more serious. Uh-huh. But on the other hand, I have found that, uh, like I said, that God definitely has a sense of humor and that he wants us to uh, serve him cheerfully and mm-hmm. joyfully. Um, not grudgingly, and you know it's 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 not like that. It's not like you cannot uh, have fun while you're living uh, the life that he wants you to live. So yes, I have come to find that out. Initially, I did not know that you could have fun. I, I just thought that um, you know everything was you know everything that you basically jo- enjoyed. Uh, was not a part of God's agenda for for one's life, but I I found that 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 was certainly a misconception on my part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that it's important as we do um, get to know the Lord, grow in the Lord, go with God, that um, we share those things with people. You know that. Um, that God does, he does have a sense of humor (laughs) and that, and and that serving him, there is fullness of joy in serving him. I mean, like you said, you know, I tend to be more of a serious person too. I think that's just the way that I'm wired, but, um, there have been a lot of joyous times in my life, um, in my in my marriage since knowing the Lord, in my life since knowing the Lord, with my children, um, even since I've met you and Ken. Um, we'll come back with this after the break. Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. (laughs) A black nurse. 
This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from authorhouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I was just talking to Miss Terrell Baker. And I was saying how that, um, you know, there's been a lot of joy in my life since walking with the Lord. And Ms. Terrell was commenting about the fact that God does have a sense of humor. And um, I wonder if you want to share any um, instances with us uh, that were humorous for you, Ms. Terrell, or share with us maybe some of the things that you and your husband do for fun, um, let's give our listeners some idea about the types of things that um, they can expect uh, knowing the Lord. Yeah, uh, basically, we tend to, my husband and I, we always fellowship with other couples. We, you know, usually go out to dinner or go to a movie or, you know, we just have fun. We go bowling, um, you know, we do things normal people do. Me go to a ball game or, or something like that. Um, but uh, God always um, has his way, and he uh, um, always shows up. Uh, so, you know, a spirit of laughter will come upon us when we're talking about an incident or something that happens. I mean, we we, we have fun. We fall out. We laugh about it, um, especially if it's something that, uh, you know, one of us has, the other has experienced. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we, I mean, even in church, you know, when the message is being preached, uh, you know, there's, or even if I'm preaching, uh, there's, there's, you know, you may say something that's uh, in reference to the message that is completely uh, applicable to you, and, and you know it's you, and so you laugh about it because you're like, okay, God, you're, you're talking to me. This is, this is really for me. So, you know, uh, you can laugh about that because God knows the intimate details of our lives, and he has a way of um, speaking to us about them. And when you see that happening, uh, which I have experienced that many, many, many times, it just becomes 
uh, it just gives joy. It brings joy to my spirit because I know that God is, is concerned about me. And he, even when he's correcting me on something, I'm like, oh, okay, Lord, you did see that. Okay. <laughs> you know, so it's like you can't get away with anything, but God does all those things for your good. So uh, just knowing that he loves us and that he cares for us, and that he is concerned about uh, every area of our lives uh, gives me great joy. All right, all right. Well, I know that since we've been hanging out, you know, we've had some good laughs together. We've had some good meals together. And yeah. um, I can attest that, uh, yeah, both of our husbands, they can get together and get going, and uh, <laughs> it's, it ends mm-hmm. up being a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Before it's yeah. all over with. So. Absolutely. So tell- Okay, well then tell us, um, real brief, how did you meet your husband? Was that Did you say that was a high school thing too, or, or grade school thing? No, we actually met in, we actually met in fourth grade. Uh, we, oh. he, he, uh, he was in my sister's class uh, initially, and then we had a fifth grade class together and a sixth grade class together. Goodness, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we 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 were we both our families moved into the community at the same around about the same time, mm-hmm. and so we were both uh, both of our families were new to the school. So and we both had big, pretty much big families. Uh, so we just really connected, and we used to say that we were cousins because we looked alike, and you know we looked alike back then. We still do. Uh-huh. And so uh, we started saying we were cousins, and then when we approached the ninth grade prom, he didn't have anyone to go with, and I didn't have anyone to go with, so we decided to go together. Uh, but then that night was the sparks of love oh. started flying, oh. and uh, <laughs> God just uh, connected us actually that night when we were in ninth grade and uh that after that it was uh it was on <laughs> oh wow i love it i love it chris and i are both romantic people so i love to hear people's stories and uh it sounds like you guys pretty much grew up together and that's just a beautiful thing um you know because i think that's how the lord intended for it to be um but anyway, I won't get all up into that. I could easily go there, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, so you met. Obviously, there was some time of seeing each other. Um, then you just okay. You you came to the Lord. You learned about the Lord. You learned that there was such a thing as having a relationship with Him. You got saved. Um, you told him ken your husband um i'm sorry we can't we can't get together like we've been getting together yeah, things have to change uh-huh. yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> i told things. him i said i you know i i have a, a new husband a, a real husband and uh my you know god is is my father and a new father a new husband a new man and you know um we can't do the the same old things. I told him basically I was a different person, and I was. I had um, I had become a a different person, a changed person. And I began, like I said, I began to go to church and learn new things and um, change my behaviors. Uh, so I I actually spent the first 
New Year's Eve in church, which was my uh, uh, an experience that, uh, unlike any other New Year's Eve, and uh, we used to spend New Year's Eve together, but that one I spent with the Lord, and I was just on fire uh, for God after that. But when I came home that night, or actually that next morning, it was about 2 or 3 in the morning, I guess, and my mom was, uh, he had called several, several times, mm-hmm. and my mother was like, will you please call him? And so I did. I thought something was wrong because this was our first New Year's apart. But anyway, we, we, he, uh, he, he said that was his worst New Year's. I said that was my best New Year's because I spent it with the Lord. Uh, but after that, um, the following uh, the following year, he, he had given his life to Christ. And so. Mm. so the Lord used you to be a positive influence on him. You know, you were that magnet that God used to draw him to exactly. the Lord. Yes, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so you guys, he gets saved. You all get married. At what stage in your lives together did you become pastors? I mean, my goodness, that's now this is this is a big step now after after coming yeah, to know, we know um, we were married at age twenty four. We started having our children at eight when we were both twenty eight. And then uh, several years, well, that whole time we just began to serve God. We really, we were faithful in attendance, faithful in serving, faithful in our giving. Uh, you know, we we just were there. You know, our children were all dedicated uh, to the Lord. Uh, we, you know, we we just began to um, begin to serve God, uh, just in cleaning, cleaning the church. Uh, cleaning toilets. I mean, we, we ushered, we were greeters. Uh, we, 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 we did just about everything that, uh, there is to do just to keep ourselves, uh, busy in the house of God. Uh, saying on, I saying I was in a, a choir. I mean, you know, we, we did just about everything, but we did not realize that in doing so, uh, God was preparing us uh, for work that he had for us. Um, and so we began to take some classes uh, just to educate ourselves. Uh, we had a Bible college, and we began to take some of those classes at the Bible college. Uh, just, again, just to get, um, you know, just to educate ourselves. But, again, we did not realize that God was re- really preparing us. And so... Uh, in 1996, I was pregnant uh, with my last our last child, our son. Uh, we were ordained, and um, since and God began to just uh, use us uh, in ministry. We began to teach the Word of God, and uh, we we served or walked very closely uh, with our pastor at that time. With our pastors. Um, and they actually had uh, announced that we would be the next pastors of the church that we were attending, that they were uh, actually moving on uh, to do some other things. Uh, but um, And so that was our initial, you know, right after we were ordained, uh, we just, God just 
sort of threw us in there, and um, we served, we continued to serve, and continued to serve until the Lord um, had us to uh, found um, our own, the 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 ministry, the church that he wanted to build uh, over in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, we God just prepared us uh, without us, you know, knowing it, without really seeking uh, uh, the pastorship or anything like that. Um, he just had his hand upon us and knew the plans that he had for us, and uh, they began to unfold little by little. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, <clears throat> during um, the reading of your bio, I saw here where it said that you have a passion to train young girls and inspire adult women to revere and serve the Lord as they fulfill God's purpose for their lives. Yes. I um, What is that? While my girls were young, younger, uh, in middle school, I guess, no, about, yeah, between middle school and high school, uh, I started a group called Teen Queens where we... Uh, we met um, together and we began to, I began to teach these young girls about the Word of God, um, many of whom did not know the Lord. Uh, we began to have many fellowships uh, to train them. We uh, did some outings together uh, and just began to, we talked about etiquette and um you know, learning to keep yourself neat and tidy. We formed relationships with, uh, you know, their parents. Uh, we had uh, some guest speakers come in and, um, you know, just begin to uh, uh, inspire the young ladies to uh, know the Lord and to walk in uh, a relationship with the Lord. After we did the Teen Queens, I... Uh, also ran the women's ministry at our church and so i found it oh i'm sorry hold on i was sure. looking at the prompts <laughs> so we'll be back after the break <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page Amazon.com and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States. 
with quality programming. This is Tokinet Radio. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Tuggynet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Tuggynet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, this is Minister Diane, and I have a special guest with me, Ms. Terrell Baker. And we were talking about a shared passion that we have, and that is um, a passion to train young girls to inspire adult women to uh, revere the Lord and to serve Him wholeheartedly. And Ms. Terrell, you were just telling us about your Teen Queens um, ministry, and I believe you were getting ready to talk about something that followed that, another Oh, yes. oh, that's what um, women's ministry. I, yes, we, uh, as I, when my husband and I pastored the church, we, I started a women's group called uh, Ladies of Virtue Eternally, which was, uh, which, which the acronym was LOVE, uh, and basically um, Ladies of Virtue Eternally was a group that focused on love, and love uh, the God kind of love and love for one another. Uh, women tend to, sometimes we tend to have struggles with one another uh, for many and various reasons. But um, my say desire... Um, say that again, honey. Say that one again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Go ahead and say had, it again. <laughs> uh, I've had some... Uh, challenges uh, with uh, women in the body of Christ and out of the body of Christ, uh, but you know it's it's just um, a a thing that women go through. But my the Lord began to deal with me first and foremost about His love for me, and I had to really understand that kind of love, uh, the depth, the length, the width, the height of the love of God uh, that he had for me, and that is still something today that uh, God is uh, continuing to show me uh, 
But then he began to um, put on my heart that uh, we, as women, uh, have struggles with each other because we really don't understand the love that God has for us individually. So we, uh, as women, uh, began to uh, focus on that love in the ministry that, um, in you know, in our church, uh, we began to really, really focus on uh, that love. And I tell you, <laughs> in the end, um, it was just um, I, I, I continued to have struggles. Um, I didn't have struggles, but other women continued to have struggles. And it, I really saw that it, it is just an ongoing thing that we have to understand um, that God loves us and that we are supposed to love one another. It, it is just, even today, it's just an ongoing thing. Uh, so I began to, again, share this this love with some of my family members, uh, the women in my family that, um, you know, where 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 we continue to struggle as well, even in like I said, even in our in my own personal family. So I just found that it, it's just a it's an ongoing thing. This love, I mean, this this God kind of love that we really have to walk in towards uh, one another. You know, you're 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 touching on some areas. Uh, I think because we both have the same passion, I'm sure we've experienced similar things and um, I wish we had more time and maybe we'll have to have you come back but to actually dig into this a little bit more because it, it is an ongoing struggle and it is it is troubling to me and it's disturbing to me that we can't seem to get past this as as a whole you know that um, that there is this challenge and this struggle amongst women and um, Though we try and we try, I mean, I've been in some situations where the Lord would put on my heart to do things similar to to what you did, uh, to have a tea, you know, to have tea, to start a tea fellowship amongst the women, not in the church, but in someone's home, you know, in my home. Um, take turns, uh, try to get people to take turns. If You know, if I host one, then someone else hosts one, just for the sake of tearing down barriers just for the sake of getting to be sisters again you know yeah. like growing up i remember we my my cousins and my sister-in-laws and different ones we would we would help each other we would do each other's hair you didn't have to go to a barber shop or beauty shop or whatever because someone knew how to do hair and we would do each other's hair yeah. we would braid each other's hair we would curl each other's hair we would share recipes you know we would babysit each other's uh kids and and i just don't see that now there's there's not a true sense of fellowship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um absolutely yeah i think it's just something that is really missing um that um you know needs to to be bought back um in the community in the church uh, and in the home, 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's such a disconnect, um, and people don't seem to even really realize it. They don't want the intimacy. I call that intimacy. I call that yeah. real relationship. You know, people don't don't want to open their home to you. They don't want you at their home. <laughs> they don't want to come to your home. Everything has become we're disconnected and then when we really need each other people feel so alone and so isolated you know Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of that is because these things are missing but we're not going to stay on that i mean i uh maybe maybe in another show in another time we can get into it more deeply but i would like you to have the opportunity to tell us about your devotional knowing growing and going with god how did you come about writing this um, devotion? Yeah, I was uh, actually, uh, I mentioned that I have young adult children, and um, I, two years ago, I was looking at the beginning of the year for a devotional uh, from the young, the two, uh, my, well, my oldest, our oldest daughter is in Florida, so she's pretty much uh, established and all, but we still have two young adults here with us and so I was looking for a devotional for them and I could not find the one that you know that one that one that I was looking for and I heard the Lord so clearly say uh write one and um so I did just that I I began to uh I started with some of my favorite uh, scriptures over the years that I that have just ministered to me, uh, I began with those scriptures, but then the Lord began to give me the specifics on uh, the the how He wanted the book done, and and He began to show me which scriptures He wanted in the book. Um, he began to show me that He wanted it to sort of uh, walk, be a walk through the Bible kind of. Uh, from beginning Genesis to the ending Revelation, uh, so I began. He began to give me scriptures out of just about every book of the Bible uh, in that order. Uh, and before I knew it, uh, I had a you know a scripture for the each of the 365 days. So we began with. Um, I would. I would. Um, get the scripture, he began to pick out a word. The Lord showed me that he wanted it to also be a word study kind of uh, devotional where we would give the Hebrew definition of a word uh, for the Old Testament and then the Greek definition of a word uh, in the New Testament. In the first paragraph of each devotional, we would give you history, a historical account of the scripture in, in, uh, in, for that particular day. Mm-hmm. And then in the second paragraph, we would give you application, how that scripture applies to you uh, and, you know, applies to your life. And then we would end each day with a prayer uh, in regards to that particular scripture. So we... Um, that's how we, you know, we began to, that's how the book came about. Uh, the Lord um, just pressed it upon my heart to, to write one, and um, he just gave me specific instructions as I went along. And, uh, you know, I have to be honest, there were days when I would 
would get weary. I mean, I'd like, you know, I'm writing and I'm like, who's going to read this? And, you know, is this making any sense? And, you know, who do you think you are? Do you think you can do this? Uh, You've never done this before. Uh, All these questions. And I would have periods and time frames where I would just do nothing. And uh, my husband would, he was uh, my greatest inspiration. He would, you know, I'd say, okay, what am I going to do with my life? And he's like, you better get that book done. You better finish that book. (laughs) So um, he was a real encouragement in terms of helping me to, uh, in times when I was uh, weary, uh, he'd help me to get back on my feet and to uh, get it done. And so we we did complete it. Okay. only got about uh, maybe two minutes so can you tell us how can people get your book so we make sure that we get that in there before we yes yes you can visit uh, my website at uh, www.terrell t-e-r-y-l baker b-a-k-e-r terrell baker dot com Uh, you can go on my website and uh, there you will uh, find how to purchase the book you can purchase it uh, through our publisher at Zulon Press. You can purchase it on Amazon, Amazon.com. You can purchase it at BarnesandNoble.com uh, as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Ms. Terrell. I will call you after we are off here. <laughs> Thank you for being our guest. Thank you so much for having me, Diane. All right.